Welcome to Nutrition Bites, the no-nonsense podcast where you get the truth about food so you can eat what you want and be healthy. I'm your host, Maggie, and welcome to the series. Supplement trends are a dime a dozen these days, and the latest powder to make a name for itself promises youthful skin, injury recovery, and better bones. On the menu today, collagen. In the final year of my undergraduate studies, I worked on a clinical trial about soy protein. Think of it like an internship of sorts, which meant that most of my tasks were fairly boring. Filing, copying, data entry, you know the drill. But one of the jobs I found particularly interesting was participant recruitment. Convincing strangers to take part in any initiative, be it a charitable fundraiser, social event, or research project, is a great way to meet people from all walks of life, including some very special characters. As part of this soy study protocol, we had to conduct in-person interviews with potential subjects. One day, I was set to interview this older gentleman, but little did I know that he was not interested in soy whatsoever. What he really wanted to talk about was collagen. For 45 minutes, I was politely forced into a conversation about how our society's love for chicken wings was due to a lack of collagen in our diets. No matter how many times I tried to get back to the purpose of the interview, he somehow circled back to jello and fish skin. It was definitely memorable. Thankfully, for the better part of a decade, collagen hasn't popped up in many of my conversations, but it's been recently gaining traction in the health and wellness industry thanks to its ties to skincare. Promises of a boost of collagen range from vanity-driven improvements like wrinkle-free skin, longer nails, and shinier hair, to more internal changes like joint protection, gut healing, and improved brain health. Because of the wide range of potential benefits, collagen-containing products are routinely sold by social media skin experts, fitness influencers, goop-style clean-eating groups, as well as the keto and paleo communities. But what do the more qualified experts have to say? It's time we find out. As usual, let's start with the basics. What is collagen? Collagen is a type of protein. In fact, it's the most abundant protein in our body. Its fibrous-like shape helps to provide structure, strength, and elasticity, which is why it is the main component of connective tissues like tendons, ligaments, and skin. You can kind of think of it as the substance that holds the body together. There are many different types of collagen, categorized based on their unique structure and function. The most popular is type 1 collagen, which is found in our skin, bone, teeth, tendons, and ligaments. Other types of collagen are present in our cartilage, muscle, blood vessels, placenta, and many other places in the body. Like all proteins, collagen is made up of a specific chain of amino acids. What makes collagen unique, though, is that it has a particularly high content of one amino acid called hydroxyproline, which isn't really found in other proteins. Collagen also is missing one of the nine essential amino acids, so it's often regarded as an inferior dietary protein, aka not good for muscle gains. Although collagen is often talked about in powder and pill form, this protein is plentiful in any meat eater's diet. Because collagen is concentrated in connective tissue, most cuts of meat are a rich source. The rule of thumb is that the tougher the cut of meat, the more collagen. So think like pot roast, brisket, and chuck steak. Other dietary sources of collagen include the skin and bones of fish and other animals. 
And another familiar source of collagen is gelatin, the star ingredient in childhood jello cups or adulthood jello shots. Gelatin is a form of collagen made from boiling animal bones, cartilage, and skin, and then filtering and cooling the remaining liquid. But if gooby bone juice or animal meat is not your thing, not to worry. Our bodies can make collagen so long as the right amino acids are available. And for the vast majority of people, it's something we don't ever have to think about. So why is it then that collagen supplementation has become so trendy? Well, the first answer lies in the mirror. Over the past few years, skincare has been riding an absolute high. Even prior to the pandemic, multi-step Korean beauty skincare routines started to become popular, probably in part because of the flawless faces of K-pop artists who dominate Western airwaves. Then when we were forced to spend all of our time inside and start working from home, two things happened. First, self-care edged into our daily routines, and secondly, Video meetings forced us to stare at our faces all day, every day. The result? An increased investment in our skin. Collagen makes up around 80% of the dry weight of skin and is responsible for its structural integrity, including how elastic it is. Unfortunately, starting in our mid-20s, our body slows its production of collagen and we begin to lose around 1% every year the usual tightly organized network of collagen fibers just start to become disorganized and we end up with wrinkles and saggy-looking skin. Considering the loss of collagen is the root cause for aging skin, the concept of supplementing our body with more of this protein makes sense. But the Nutra Cosmetics industry is fraught with bias, and the reality is that skin creams and serums with added collagen are simply useless. The number one reason why is because collagen is found in the deepest layers of our skin, completely inaccessible to any topical application. Now, one potential way around this is to take an oral collagen supplement, and a few studies have shown that this may improve skin elasticity. But buyer beware because most of these studies are funded by the companies that make the supplement. So despite the scientific-looking commercials from Olay, you know, the ones with like 3D renderings of DNA floating around, there's just not enough evidence to confidently say any added collagen will make you wrinkle-free. Another area where you see a lot of collagen buzz is within fitness and sports. Musculoskeletal injuries, which include sprains, strains, muscle pulls, and torn ligaments and tendons, make up more than half of all injuries in athletics. So preventing and efficiently healing them is incredibly lucrative and important. Collagen is a particularly key material in many of these so-called soft tissues, especially tendons and ligaments. It's well known that exercises which increase collagen synthesis strengthen these tissues and make them less prone to injury. So it's reasonable to think that nutritional supplementation of collagen could also help. Research is still in its infancy here, but the results do look promising. Multiple small trials have been conducted on collagen supplements and injury recovery in athletes, particularly in addressing knee and heel issues. And the results show that supplementation tends to help reduce pain. But there's just still not enough evidence to confidently recommend collagen supplementation for injury prevention or tissue repair. In a similar vein, collagen supplementation is also being investigated for its use in joint health, particularly osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis, or OA, is a type of arthritis which involves the destruction of cartilage found in joints. 
Cartilage covers the ends of bones, helping to create a cushiony and low-friction environment. When you have reduced cartilage, your joints become stiff, swollen, and painful to use. Current treatments for OA include pain-relieving drugs, but they ultimately don't resolve the core problem. Now, because collagen is one of the main proteins in cartilage, scientists are hopeful that supplementation could treat the underlying cause of OA. But just like with athletic injuries, there's not enough research to prove collagen is effective in resolving OA. Many small studies have shown that supplementation can help with joint pain, but there seems to be limited effects on improving joint function. Even large organizations like the Arthritis Foundation in the U.S. don't have an official position on collagen, and instead focus their nutritional recommendations on supplements like glucosamine and chondroitin, molecules also found in cartilage. Okay, so we're over 3 when it comes to collagen's use in helping to treat or prevent various health and wellness issues. But before we proclaim it as the worst draft pick in the 2022 supplement pageant, let's dig into the science behind why it hasn't been keeping up with its promises. One core thing to understand is that our body does not absorb whole collagen. Just like with any protein we consume, it has to be broken down into amino acids before it can be absorbed and used by the body. Some supplements get around this biological barrier by producing hydrolyzed collagen, also known as collagen peptides, which are smaller bits and pieces of collagen. These shorter chains of amino acids are more easily absorbed and theoretically serve as building blocks for collagen. But one massive biological problem still remains. Our body views every amino acid, whether it's in a small chain or being a strong independent molecule all on its own, as fair game for any protein in need. Our body contains thousands of different types of protein, and they all require amino acids for repair and growth. Whenever a protein is digested, our body distributes the amino acids to a bunch of different proteins, and there's simply no way to tag a collagen supplement as something that can only be used to support collagen growth, let alone collagen growth in a specific area of your body. And this is the reason why collagen supplementation hasn't shown any significant results yet, which is why many health experts don't recommend its use. It's just not worth the price point or hassle. But what about supporting collagen production through your diet? From a dietary perspective, your body will treat any collagen you consume the same. And while almost no research has focused on the effects of a high collagen diet, eating in a way that supports collagen production can be really healthy, so it's a win-win if you do it right. As I said earlier, animal meat and skin are great sources of whole collagen. But eggs, dairy, legumes, beans, and soy also contain all the amino acids necessary for making collagen. And if you really want to ensure your body has all the supplies ready to produce and maintain collagen, you'll also have to consume two micronutrients, vitamin C and zinc. Both of these act as cofactors, which can be thought of as helper molecules for the enzymes that produce collagen. Vitamin C is found in plenty of fruits and veggies, including berries, citrus fruits, broccoli, cauliflower, bell peppers, and tomatoes. And zinc is prominent in shellfish, legumes, meat, nuts, seeds, and whole grains. So if you eat a balanced diet filled with protein, be it from animals or plants, fruits, veggies, legumes, nuts, and whole grains, you'll have all the ingredients necessary for your body to make collagen. Of course, I'm always going to hype a well-balanced and diverse diet. But if you want to experiment with a more concentrated, collagen-filled food, you can also try your hand at 
bone broth. Although it's become trendy in the West thanks to many celebrity enthusiasts, bone broth has been consumed for centuries and is seen as a healing liquid in many traditional medicines. To make it, you simply simmer animal or fish bones for a long period of time, usually more than 12 hours. This process slowly draws out collagen and some minerals out of the animal parts. It honestly sounds like the OG chicken soup, a pretty soothing food, and the fact that it utilizes every last bit of an animal is appreciated. But it's also become way overhyped in pop culture, especially as an aging antidote. Big claims for a drink with zero science backing it up. But hey, if you want to try out bone broth, go right ahead. Just keep your expectations of eternal life in check. Collagen is an incredibly important protein for our overall health and body function. But with research across skin, sports, and joint health in its infancy, it's also a nutrient with too much publicity for what it actually does. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely a lot of promise on the horizon, but for right now, there's not a good enough reason to buy into the supplement craze. That said, many experts seem to be pretty relaxed with people wanting to consume more collagen because there aren't many known negative repercussions. But just know that adding a supplement on top of a poor diet and lifestyle is useless, so make sure your foundation is in good shape first. Speaking of foundation, if your primary collagen concern is related to obtaining a glowing, wrinkle-free face, then the best way to support your skin's collagen is by getting good sleep, not smoking, and wearing sunscreen. So take that supplement coin and spend it on some SPF instead. That's been the bite for today. Stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Nutrition Bites. New episodes are released bi-weekly. Make sure to follow along on Instagram or TikTok at Nutrition Bites Podcast. And be sure to subscribe on your streaming service of choice and leave a rating and review. Talk soon. Talk soon.